Welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. And I am Steve. And this is the recap for Joe Millionaire, Episode 8. Steve, did you get the title of this one? No, I don't check now because I get excited for you to tell me. (laughs) Well, I hope you're sitting because the title of this episode was Your Daughters Are Double Dipping. Just a... Just a real good job, as per usual. They, they kill the title game. They kill everything. This episode was beautiful, an incredible family episode, unlike anything we've seen before. It might be the fastest episode, I feel like, as well. Time yes. flew. I enjoyed every second of it. I was here for all of the families, even the ones that we didn't see a lot of. I was here for all of them. And I, I just enjoyed it so much i totally agree with you i mean it was like i said it's just so different the way that they showed this it it was just it was perfect i can't wait to dive into it with all of you guys before we get into it as we always do please follow us on all accounts twitter instagram join the hotties on facebook we love talking to you guys um, we'll get into, I think we have a review. I don't know if there's more than one. We have one review this week. Yeah. Fantastic. And we have a few hotties as well. So we'll get to them at the end of the episode. I, I just want to get into it, Steven. Let's do this. Let's fucking do it. So we open the episode and just like last episode, we're, we're with the girls. They're chatting. They're like, what do we want to do this week? And Amber says she wants a romantic date with. She said candle roses and candles. Didn't yeah. know those were things, but sure. <laughs> and what do we get, Stephen? Not Parents that. Week. Not that at all. I don't Parents know if this week. is a theme of the editing. It's like we're going to give them exactly what they're not asking for. But either way, I'm here for it. And also, <laughs> this is probably the most time that we've had Amber speak. Yes. In all of the episodes. And I think I texted you immediately and be like, well, Amber's going home. Yeah, I, I, I was nervous about it as soon as I was like, okay, we're getting to know Amber. And I feel like that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was great getting to know her. It's it, getting more information from her, like her dad and her brother. We'll get there in a minute. But like, you know, seeing their dynamic really kind of, it, honestly, with all of the girls, seeing the, them interact with their families really it it made the connection from the viewer's perspective i think deeper i feel like we really got to know these girls a lot better i do and i and the guys even said like this is a way for you to kind of really know how they interact with their families and have them like maybe feel a little bit more comfortable which helped some girls and it also hurt some girls yeah it did and i really liked this episode and the way that they did this parents episode for most people that when you're watching reality TV, you have a parents episode. Okay. The guy goes to the girl's mm-hmm. parents and talks to those two. No, 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 not Joe millionaire. No, all of the families came to the manor and they all sat together. They all interacted. We saw all like the moms and dads and the sisters and all of them talking with each other. It was incredible. Having, having that difference made it so much better and like you said that hour flew by and i think that's why well first of all i think this is the way the other show should do it from now on because Mm -hmm. it made it a lot more interesting 
you get to see like if you're one of the girls and you're like how how's they interacting not that that happened on this week's episode <laughs> but it did um <laughs> How are they interacting with their family versus my family? Mm, I don't know how that's going to make me feel. Does does he seem happier when he's talking with her family versus my family? And yeah, or or even more comfortable. Yeah. You know, like Stephen kept talking about how he really wanted to meet the families to see where he fit in. Yeah. And I think that, like, yeah, if I was dating a guy that was also dating multiple other guys and I saw him, you know, <laughs> leaning back and, and sipping on a whiskey with another guy's dad I'd be or another girl's dad, I'd, I'd be like, shit. You'd be like, hey, dad, you got to step it up, dad. <laughs> Wake up, dad. Get, it's game time. Get it together. You're ruining this for me, dad. <laughs> so the Martin goes to the gentleman's quarters and tells them that the families are coming. They seem pretty excited. And there was an interesting tid that happened in this. And Stephen, oh. I'm, I'm curious if you caught it. I don't think I did. So Stephen and Kurt, they were in their little interview together. And Stephen was saying, you know, if we have another emotional breakdown, like what happened at the uh, movie premiere, you know, we have a code word and we'll go and, you know, we'll go off and do our thing or yes. whatever. He said. In the bathroom again. Yes. Mm hmm. And Kurt kept saying we and like, I can't really explain it on the podcast because it was very visual, but he kept like, you know, tilting his head towards Steven and like pointing to Steven <laughs> as if Steven was the one that had the emotional breakdown. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Kurt has now broken down twice. And from what I've seen, we have a zero on Steve's side. That would be um, uh, correct. And also, it's Steven with a V. How dare you give him my name? How dare Sorry, you? Sorry, Steven. How dare you? <laughs> There's so many names. <laughs> I have to earn back my trust after that slip. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought the I thought the tid you were gonna say was how they they were very clearly told before this moment what was gonna happen. Yes. Because if you were to tell me all of a sudden out of nowhere, hey, guess what, gentlemen? Uh, later today, you will be welcoming all of these women's families. Um, here, yes, here, I'd be like, oh. Shit. Yeah, they were way too casual for that just being dropped on them. Can we get rid of a few more of them, please, before we do this? Because it's not going to be good for any of us. And also, like, it's not going to be good for any of us, please. Yeah, so uh, that's another thing. And just overarching with this episode, I there has to be a reason that they did it now. Clearly, yeah. like they say, the next episode they're going to meet the guy's parents, but that's still six girls. I feel like that's too many. Well, again, I think it's maybe based off how they want to get to their final episode. Is If there's four people in the final episode, it might be too much to do it then. And I think they're trying to stay away from the other show and what the other show does in terms mm -hmm. of their hometowns and, and things like that. I really like this because I feel like the guys seemed... Much looser than uh, that. Almost was a bad slip. <laughs> I think he still slipped a little. The guys are loose. <laughs> uh, the guys are a little bit more relaxed than the women in this one. How about that? The I think women... that's a better way of, of, of phrasing it. We'll cut that first one. Don't oh, worry that's about fine. It. We'll keep it. Who knows? <laughs> And the women seem to be a little bit more... Oh, God, I got to think of another word here. Um, 
Um, um, Spread open with their um, hearts. Wow. <laughs> I just should have said tight at that point. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. That's the men good. are loose and the women are tight. Yeah. What else is new? Hey, smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. I just think it added a really interesting dynamic for the first time seeing the guys in that way. And it was basically a role reversal. And they were just like, hey, whatever. Like, other than them shaking hands with all the dads being like, yo, we're both we're both after your girl. Yeah. And then, you know, everything else was the girls being like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? How are they going to screw this up for you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they were they were pretty damn chill. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. And I mean, they Suzanne told us that they quarantined the families for like, what, seven to ten days? I think that's what it is. Yeah, seven days. So I had a feeling that, you know, somebody might have said something ahead of time. Like, you know, the parents are quarantining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, though. Something interesting happened in this episode multiple times, and I will be touching on it. Thank you. Thank you for the heads up. Of course. Well, it's important, and, and someone brought it into the hotties as well, and, you know, it's very important. It's, it's a huge thing. Oh, yes. Martin talks to the guys, tells them to get ready. He comes to the manor to tell the girls. He is gloved mm-hmm. and rings the bell. I panicked. I thought he was going to tell them that everybody's parents were there, there was going to be an elimination, and then you would see your parents. Oh, Man, what that when he's cool. gloved now now i will say he's not always whenever he's gloved it doesn't always mean an elimination but asterisks because we'll get there in a minute when he when it is an elimination he's always gloved i i see what you did there and i appreciate the move because that's <laughs> what i was gonna say also i will say that i believe the gloves is a sign of respect for large, big, important moments on this show. Okay. Eliminations. Families visiting. Okay. Gloves are needed because he's got to take care. He's got to handle them with kid gloves. You see what I did there? <laughs> see what I did there? What other glove puns do we have? I didn't, I didn't know that there were glove puns in general. <laughs> no. Oh, 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 uh, yeah, all right. I'm out of glove puns. Okay. We're asleep at the wheel today. <laughs> I have no glove puns, and I, and I apologize. I should I should have researched some glove puns better. That's okay. We'll have them for next episode. It's okay. Okay, I, we can do that. <laughs> you might be right, though. It is something that if we get to talk to Martin, is a question that I am going to have for him as to why some occasions deserved a glove and others did not. Yes, 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 yes. yes. There has to be a rhyme or reason, and if there's not. I'm going to be upset because I spent a lot of time trying to figure out the rhyme and reason. You know, I, I think Martin had a hand in this. <laughs> Good, let's go! There we go. There we go. go. There we go. Daddy Martin! The funniest thing to me in this episode was Martin tells them the parents are coming. They're all excited, but they immediately go to clean. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been saying this the whole time that like shit is everywhere in that house. And we've really got to see how bad it was. I appreciate the editors of Joe Millionaire for the special challenge crossover event. 
that was fixing the floor. A lot of you who heard the West interview and remember told the madness was the one thing was that the, the turf was, was skew and they're trying to fix. They're like, let's fix the carpet. And I was like, fix the fix the carpet. <laughs> Curls, that's not the carpet. That's that's like a large area rug. And if it is the carpet, why is it moving? Yeah, it shouldn't be moving. It shouldn't be moving if it's carpet. Why is it moving? That was a rug. It's a large area rug. Let's fix the rug. It's important for me that you know that that's the rug and not the carpet. <laughs> please. Please DM me and tell me that you were aware of that. We love you. Also, like, keep your shit clean. Come on. But, like, my question is, Martin is a butler. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he be cleaning? Mm, see, I think that's I think that's where we might have a good debate. Because I feel like a butler is responsible for, you know, obviously butting, which well, is yeah, like I mean, number chores one. around the house. I would say I'll probably get canceled. But if you have a butler, you probably have a maid. And it's the okay, maid's Okay, that was job my to thought clean. too. The butler is butting. It's bringing you drinks. It's answering it's- the door. Mm-hmm. It's being that type of person. It's maybe cooking dinner. Who knows? If you watch Southern Charm, Michael the Butler is also one of my favorite people on the face of the earth. And <laughs> butlers are great. Butlers are great. Him and I, uh, we need an interview with both of them. That would be great, please. Please and thank you. A double budding special. Wow. Talk about <laughs> ratings. Double cheeked up butts. <laughs> Talk about buttholes and Oh, it'd be so good. Yeah. And a butler drives you around too, I think. Maybe that's just a chauffeur, but he could drive you around. I mean, we don't have $10 million, so we don't know these things. Uh, Spoiler alert, Stephen and I are both poor. Yeah. <laughs> what gave it in away, these, guys? These... <laughs> what what gave it away? We weren't going to tell you until the end, but yeah. I decided to tell you now. <laughs> we can't. We shouldn't. We weren't allowed to tell you until the end, but we like to yeah. make the rules here. Fuck that NDA. Yeah. We didn't sign one. Okay, so I can't get mad at Martin for the mess, I guess. That, I, I wasn't I would agree. sure what his job description was, mm-hmm. other than budding. Yeah. Because obviously that's the most important. Mm-hmm. As we're prepping to get the, the parents in, we go to the guys and they're talking about, you know, who they're excited to meet. Yeah, yeah. Steve was giving Kurt fashion advice, which all Kurt needed was fucking socks. I hate when guys wear pants that are an inch and a half too short and then no socks. Get pants that go all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't like this. This has been happening on the other show for a long time. I don't appreciate it. It's a bad look. And listen, here's the thing. Ladies, you can solve everything we do incorrectly by doing one thing. Not having sex with us. That's (laughs) it. There you go. The minute you will, you have sex with a guy who wears pants like that, you're encouraging that behavior. It's actually big facts. That's big facts, Steven. So if you pick up a guy at the bar and he's got that, he's going to be like, yo, this worked, bros. I'm going to keep wearing this. <laughs> okay? So you- stop doing that. Stop having sex with these men like this and just watch how we all change. Watch how we all change. So, Why do you yeah, think there's so many fuckboys? Because it's working for them. Why are they going to change? What I need you to do is if you're on a date with a guy that 
basically has two inches so that he can wade in water if for some reason that that would happen. Yeah. I need you to take a seam ripper and you just go under the table real quick and you just undo that hem. Yeah. And then you start acting nice to him. <laughs> Only <laughs> Because then. we got it. We got to stop these weird cropped pants. What are we wearing? Like fucking capris? I just don't get it. And then it's some sort of like boat loafer fucking shoe situation. And a blazer. Like, what are we doing? Oh, but you're you're like, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, gonna to take him home. No, stop doing this. <laughs> stop doing all of this. But I agreed with Steven. He said he looked better than Kurt, and I agreed with him on that front. Yeah, and just another follow-up. Just start dating and hooking up with some medium guys, too, please. <laughs> just, we're going to be much happier. We're going to, like, we're going to be much more, like, of a good person that you want around. But that's okay. Hashtag medium people. I actually think that, you know, I've seen a lot on Twitter of people saying, oh, this so-and-so red flag. This is a red flag, yeah. red flag. Yeah. You know what a red flag is? Men that can't find pants that go all the way down <laughs> to where they're supposed to. Just have a regular pant. All right, I'm done with the pant. I'm sorry. They, they just, they make me so mad. I don't understand them. Like, if you don't want to wear a sock because it's like a boat shoe, fine. But if I'm seeing two and a half inches in ankle, yeah, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, who do you think you are wearing that? You think you're some like Italian model on a Vespa? You're not. You're not. You're definitely not. You think you're Rafael Nadal about to play in the French Open with some fucking capris on, picking a wedge every three seconds and putting the hair behind his eyes? Because you're not. What do you think? You're the Tinder swindler and you're being chased by your enemies? Yeah. And you need a loan? Take out a loan. $100,000. Doesn't matter. Look, my pants don't go all the way down. Listen, I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. You're (laughs) taking out a loan for $100,000 from a guy on on Tinder? Good. It should have happened to you. Maybe you learn (laughs) your lesson now. You you haven't watched it, have you? I haven't. Yeah, you're going to take that back. Watch it this weekend and then we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. Anyways, back to Joe Millionaire. Amanda, last episode, said that she was considering leaving, which I did not believe. This episode... (laughs) This episode, I didn't believe it even more. And you want to know why? Oh, God. I can't breathe. (laughs) That's bullshit. She wasn't thinking about... That's bullshit. I'm sweating. so funny. I mean, come on, Steven. I, you know, I, I don't know, but now I, I, you're so convinced of that. I have to be convinced of it. That's how our relationship. I mean, you can have your own thoughts, but yeah, you're wrong if you don't agree with me. So I understand that. (laughs) We got a flashback, sort of. Amanda was saying that she decided to stay and they flashback to quote earlier in the day. We see Kurt and Amanda sitting on a rocking chair. Yeah. I think that she did this whole thing just to get extra time, which <gasps> kudos to her. No hate. Oh. But she said she's going to give it a week. You know what? I just figured it out, Mixie. What? I just figured it out. Oh, my God. I just figured it out. <laughs> Hit me. Oh. Oh, you had a wonderful date with Carolyn. You picked her first. Uh, I think I'm just going to leave. No, mm-hmm. don't don't leave. Don't don't leave. I. Yes. This, this, is, this was her plan. She wasn't leaving. But her plan was to say that she was leaving in yes. order to get the attention. Uh-huh. Which, again, no hate. 
absolutely no hate. You just, do your thing, girl. You got to play this fucking game, and I get that. Yeah, it's a great move. But bullshit she was leaving, and bullshit she's going to stay maybe a week. Bullshit! I'll just try it one more week. Especially because she just saw that it worked, and she got extra time. So what, she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm good now. No, she's not going to do that because she wants to keep the ball going. Yeah, one more week you're sticking around? What do you think this is like uh, Like you're extending your fucking guest pass at the gym? <laughs> no, it's Show Millionaire for richer or for poorer. Imagine her, imagine her trying to quit at Martin. Martin, or going up to Martin and have to be like, you know what, Martin? I've decided to go home. And he's like, yeah, I'm not leaving you. Yeah, you just start laughing and be like, okay, sit down. Yeah, I didn't ring the bell. You don't come talk to me until I ring the bell. <laughs> I don't have my talking bell. Yeah, that's not what we do. Oh, can you imagine how Mr. TJ the handler and the challenge would have reacted to her saying she wanted to quit? Woo, that wouldn't have gone well. Don't go on the challenge, Amanda. You can't quit. You can't quit this kind of stuff, my friend. You gotta, you gotta throw. If you're gonna, if you're gonna quit, you gotta throw. Yeah, that's true. Just get blackout drunk yeah. at, right before the elimination, and and you know, like do some stupid shit. Yeah, just go take up. Martin's bell and break it against the Ooh. counter. I mean, that's that's an easy elimination, right Ooh, there. Oh, <laughs> they would have to send you home, and then you go. Oh, I didn't quit. They sent me home. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. and then you just go and and scorched earth it all, and be like, you know what? Let me tell you about Carolyn. She doesn't want you. She's got this fucking magic vibrator that all the girls are talking about. She's good, bro. She's good. As a matter of fact, she said she doesn't like your fucking man bun. And the first thing she's going to make you do when you guys leave the show is cut it. You want her with you? You want her with that? Little snip snip? Be careful. Snip snip up top. You might get a snip snip down at the bottom. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You got to be careful. But that's all she told me. All right. Deuces. I'm out. See ya. Just drop bombs that are complete lies and leave. Yeah. Annie said there's no way she's moving to fucking middle of wherever the fuck you're from, Stephen. She's a New York girl now. You think she's leaving that life? Nope. Deuces. I'm out. That would have been a great game plan. That would have been amazing. I mean, it still might happen. It, yeah, it, I really hope so. Fingers Woo! crossed. Or next season when it when they inevitably renew this show because it's the greatest thing to ever be on television. God, can you imagine if we get another season of this? Excuse me, Stephen. I refuse to to think otherwise. I refuse. How how has it not been immediately renewed? How have the people <laughs> at Fox not gone? Oh. We listened to the number one Joe Millionaire podcast <laughs> and was like, these people need another season. As a matter of fact, we'll bring them in to the show and they'll just do fucking commentating. We'll be like yeah. live commentating it. Yeah, that's what they need. It's like uh, yeah. the hour after, it's just the same episode again, but us talking over it. Oh, it's like Gogglebox. Genius. Fox, let us know what you need from yeah. us to get this renewed. We're here. I, if you want my left leg, honestly, I'll get it to you. If that's what you need, I'll do it. If you need us to beg for <laughs> fucking reviews for a second season and not for us to continue to podcast like some lesser, lower quality <laughs> podcasts who are just thirsty at the teat of the number one. They want it, but they can't have it. You let us know. We'll do it for you. We'll sacrifice. We'll throw our teats out there, if you will. I got two. 
<laughs> and I will use them. I will sell my body for this show. If you want Mixie to take a sign <laughs> to the New York City John Mayer concert on this Sunday and hold up a sign that says, renew Joe Millionaire or we riot, <laughs> she might do that. I would definitely do it. No questions asked. I'll smuggle that sign right into Madison Square Garden. <laughs> no second thought. Choice is yours. Yours alone. Good luck. As you as you think about that, we'll go back to the show <laughs> that we're that we're recapping. Um, <laughs> Martin has the boys come down. It's it's parents' time. They're coming. I it's can't wait. time. I can't wait. Martin has. Just an incredible speech. And for those of you that don't know, I believe it's been mentioned in interviews that we've done and potentially recaps. Martin is a father, I believe, mm-hmm. of three. Um, and I think Suzanne was the one that said he has a daughter that's around their age. Yeah. So keep that in mind as you listen to Martin's speech to the guys. If it was me coming in here as a parent, two guys? I guess it's better than, you know, just one guy. How is it better? <laughs> Please, enlighten me. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, dads go to a very dark place when it comes to their daughters. Kurt was like struggling to find. He was like, well, it's like. Oh, yeah. Um, Kurt was struggling to find. Uh, they yeah. were both so nervous. He's we, like, yeah, two's better than, um, better, better than one, right? And like Kurt was so close. Like Kurt, you were so close, bro. Right were, there. Just go the other way. Just go the other way. You went the wrong. You went south. Two's <laughs> better than one. No, no, no. You need to go north. Two, two's better than better than three, right? That's what you needed to say. That see, that would have been better. Yeah, you're totally right. That's how you phrase it. Yeah, because Martin gave the the perfect rebuttal. There goes, how is it better? Yeah, <laughs> Martin just spitting facts. You could kind of see the concern in his eyes too yeah. that he was like, shit, this guy's about to talk to so many parents, yes. and he's saying this shit to me. I think he snapped out of character. He's like, bro, how's that? How's that any better? <laughs> I know you're not rich, but I feel like you can count to three, right? You, know, you gotta three. wait the fuck up, Kurt. We're, we're about to do this. Kurt, let's play a game real quick. Your daughter is dating two guys. Or your daughter's mm-hmm. dating three guys. Which one is better? They totally should have played off of like, oh, Martin's the third Joe. And then be like, just kidding, there's just two. See, that's better. I also think it's hilarious that Martin doesn't realize how modern dating works. And that basically every... Every uh-huh. every guy's daughter is dating two guys or more at the same time right now. Oh, Tinder, Bumble, absolutely. like just hundreds of guys. In fact, actually, I think it's funny. <laughs> and Whitney tweeted this. Whitney said, "I think it's weird that you know the girls are getting like, oh, they can't date two guys. These dudes are dating seven girls. <laughs> we do this all the time, don't we? Can you imagine your daughter dating two guys? Oh my god." Um, how many guy? How many girls are you dating? Um, well, right now it's seven. Nice, sick. A couple weeks ago, yeah, a couple weeks ago it was fifteen. Sick, brah. <laughs> Let's go fucking pound some shots. <laughs> Tony was Tony was on that vibe. <sighs> we'll get to Tony, but the first parents to arrive, Hottie's own Jill Jorgensen and Scott. Miss Jill, Mama Jill, Mama Jill, slayed that screen. What a performance, by the way, by by this family. That shirt, that beautiful blue. What a move! Everything that this family did on this episode was was just great. This is the first time 
an official hottie mm-hmm. has been on national television on this show like this. And slayed it, might I add. First one out, the first family out of the, mm-hmm. the, the expedition or whatever they were in. And just like, hey, hey, let's do this. We're confident in this. Let's go. Ah, God, it was good to see. It was incredible. Scott's face ah. when Martin rang the bell to get Annie was incredible. It was half like, should I be upset? Is this disrespectful to my daughter? And the other half was like, why didn't I train her to come to a bell sooner? Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I thought was really funny through all of these, they were seeing the guys, I guess not Amanda, but maybe the rest of them were seeing the guys that day for the first time. They all went right past those guys to say hi to their parents. Yeah. Get out of the way. I'm going to see them. Also, probably would have been a bad look if they're like, oh, hey, how are you today? Oh, these are my parents. This is, yeah. But, like, but, if it's your boyfriend, wouldn't you, like, hug him and be like, mom and dad, this is Steve. Mm-hmm. He's taking me to cut later. Oh, well, obviously. That's that's how this whole segment should have gone. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to redo that part, but, like, where I'm there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mama Jill will already know me. She'll be like, oh, that's the really funny one from the podcast I love so much. <laughs> and I'll be like, yo, you're right, obviously. She does. She loves you. And she always capitalizes the PH because she knows. Because she's a fucking champion. That's why. <laughs> because she understood the assignment because she's Mama Jill. And that's what she does. She just does great things like that. Yeah. This was so exciting for me to like pseudo meet the family already. <laughs> I saw how the other guys screwed this up. Yeah. I, I took notes. They'll go in my diary. And I'll keep them. I'll keep them locked until I need to bring them out next time. So Maybe I'll read them. Oh, that'd be nice. We move on from Jill and Scott, from one iconic couple to the next. We have Tony and Suzanne. Now, Suzanne is not spelled like our old Suzanne, R.I.P. Well, she didn't die. She didn't die, okay? She's still alive, but she's just not on the show. Let's, we just want to make sure we clarify. She's dead on our TV screens. She's dead on our TV <laughs> Respectfully, of course. Yeah, respectfully. Love you, Suzanne. Tony <laughs> is built for television. This man was born into this world to be on this show. For the one episode he was on. I need. I can't believe I'm about to say this. If Fox were to tell me right now. Hey guys. Love the pod. <laughs> obviously. Uh, yeah. um, we have some good news and bad news. We'll start with the bad news. There will not be a season two of Joe Millionaire. Ugh. Don't even- we react. We nearly punch them in the face. As we should. <laughs> Natural reaction. Yeah. But they say, wait, 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 wait. Before you stab us with Suzanne's knitting needles, (laughs) we have some good news. We are giving Tony his own show. I think Tony needs to go from strip club to strip club and rate them. (sighs) (laughs) Like a traveling Tony. Can Yeah. Can, Can Tony... We need to, like, come up with ideas and pitch these to Fox. 
Yeah, we will. We definitely should. I Ooh, agree with Tony you. traveling around college cities, going to college bars, Ooh. and fucking raging with these partying kids. with like sorority girls. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was raiding bonanza. <laughs> Tony. So they they throughout the show they kept you know Martin specifically kept stressing you know these dads are not going to be cool. With their daughters dating two guys. Yeah, they did. Let's just play real quick Tony's reaction. Okay. I should interject and point out here that uh, both these gentlemen are dating. Or after Whitney? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> of course. He loved it. He was like, hell yeah. I don't blame you. Look at her. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, Amazing. he gets it. He gets it. And then we cut to them in in, in the uh, confessional. Both Tony and Suzanne have martinis. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suzanne looks at Whitney and says, what are their names again? <laughs> and then Tony just screams, yeehaw. And I was like, this family, I need to party with. Oh, God. Imagine like Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Tony, Tony's definitely, I feel like he's a deep fried turkey guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Or a smoked turkey kind of guy. He perfects it. Yeah. He stands by it the whole time, just talking to everybody, drinking, but checking on it every like 30 seconds. For sure. I think we might need to see if we can get him on this podcast. I mean, I, I would love nothing more. Should we? Guys, you need to let us know. I think we have enough pull. It's really would Whitney let us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like Whitney has the, the lock and key on it. If you think Tony should be on this podcast, leave a review. If you've left a review before, just leave a new one and say, we need a Tony interview ASAP. And we'll, we'll do it. But we'll only do it if you ask us. We're not going to do it if you don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to push it. No, we don't need to give you content if you don't want that type of content. But you got to let us know what the type of content you want. Exactly. And we're here to make it for you. Moving on. Amber's dad and brother came in. Now, Amber's father's name is Ewan. And the the brother is Ivan. Or did I say that wrong? Is it Iwin and Ivan? Well, we know this is not the best job for you, given your track record with names. I really should not be doing this. That's true. And no slight to Amber's family, but we know. I want to say it right. Well, I can't help you because I don't know. <laughs> I will be referring to him as Amber's dad. There we the go. Majority of this there we go. It's a good safe bet. He was not happy yeah. when he found out that she was dating two guys. Complete yeah. opposite reaction from Tony. He just kind of stood there mm-hmm. and Martin had to ask him if he was still breathing. It did. <laughs> Which was a good question because I wasn't really fully convinced he was either. No, I was like, did my did my video stop? Is he frozen on my Zoom call? And it was funny because he was just staring at both of them. It wasn't like he was like, oh, no, and like threw his head back. It was like looking at the ceiling. He was just looking directly at Kurt and Steven. Yeah. Frozen. Pissed as hell <laughs> about the whole situation. It was. I, I, and I was like, did he? He obviously did not know what he was getting himself into by by showing up. Oh, no. But the brother at the same time was just like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could tell that that family really protects her. Yeah. 
Um, which my brother's the same way. He's very overprotective of me, mm-hmm. um, which is fucking annoying. I love him, but like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, I don't know. And it's funny because, you know, Stephen was talking about how he wanted this, uh, you know, meeting the parents, especially with Amber, to make her, you know, to have see her fun side a little lighthearted. Uh-huh. And this guy immediately is just like stone cold Steve Austin pissed the fuck off. <laughs> Yeah. We saw a sweet moment too. He he was very upset. I wouldn't say upset. He was pissed. And then, you know, Martin rang the bell and Amber came down and his whole demeanor changed. He started mm-hmm. crying. It was really sweet. That's his good um, girl. It was really nice. Yeah. Um and then we move on to Hope. And I'm going to quote Kurt here. When okay. Hope walks in, he says, "Who do you claim?" <laughs> What is up with this guy? Is it like a is it like a North Carolina thing? I'm just so confused about his like he has all the words. Well, claim I feel like is weird, but like he typically has all the words there. He just jumbles them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Who do you claim? I don't know. I mean, yeah, bad word choice. Probably not the, the right again. One. He, I, I do think he was nervous, and it was it was Kala's mom. It was. Kala, Sorry, Cala. Yeah, you said, I think you said it right. Cala is in California. <laughs> Cala, yes. Suzanne Hummus, that yes. Cala. So cute. And I loved that Martin did a fake slip up and told Cala to take her sister Ugh. through the house. Martin's such a dog. The families you might think were the star of this episode, you were incorrect. Martin was just running a clinic this mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. on how to be awesome, be awesome on a TV show. And just Host be, a reality show, keep it moving, be positive. Be funny. The Don't. man is a genius. Yes, he was. All and, while butting. Yeah. All while continuing to butt the manor, you know? Yeah. Which was, was just a sight to be seen. I want to I wanna share something that uh, Kala shared on her uh, post today because people were like, oh, my God, like she looks like super young. She looks great. And Kala posted on her Instagram today. She goes, FYI, she's 52. What? Yeah. <laughs> she had me when she was 23, not 11. Has never had Botox in her life. Shocking, I know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Bullshit. I need a I need a birth certificate. I'm sorry. I'm calling <laughs> fake news on that. Fifty two. I I I I gotta take her I gotta take the woman at her word. Damn. Yeah. Callis, send me your tap water. <laughs> <laughs> I think you gotta pay for that now. I think that's how it works. Oh, yeah. I'll pay. I'll pay. It doesn't have to be used. It's cheaper if it's unused, right? If it's not bathwater. That's it's- true. It's not bathwater. My bad. My bad. <laughs> bathwater you have to pay for. Oh, man. Tap water is just, you know, whatever UPS asks you to pay for it. That is bananas. Mm-hmm. Well, we move on to Carolyn. Now, Carolyn's family is not there. It is just her bestie from when she was, since she was 17, mm-hmm. Alex, who also is a shining star. I mean, the amount of scene stealers in this episode was insane. I saw some stuff on Twitter again about 
people saying that Carolyn not having her family there was a red flag. That's bullshit. She explained what she didn't need to. And it never was even a thought that crossed my mind. And Stephen, you can you could say your piece if you'd like, but it was never a thought that crossed my mind that I that I was like, oh, red flag. Where are parents? That never was a thing. No, I would not say it's a red flag, at all. I think, however, if from Kurt's perspective, he was hoping to learn a little bit more about her. Totally. Parents, in the same way that everybody else was basically doing. And I think from Kurt's perspective, he can go, listen, your friend is always going to give you a side of it. Mm -hmm. I was hoping I would just see your dynamic with your parents. And yes, I mean, she did say, um, you know, I think she said her mom or her dad uh, working all the time, couldn't take time away. The other parent doesn't really speak a whole lot of English all that well. Her yeah. words, not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. And she said all the other friends were about to have babies, so they weren't going to do a quarantine and all this type of stuff. So he came as the representative. Yeah, I will say in a bubble, that is fine. I think for Kurt wanting to know more about her, given totally. their past couple weeks, he sits there and goes, what? This is this is I I I get this is your representative like I I wish I would have got more. When do I meet these people? If not now, when? Yeah. And I think that was his whole I think if he was upset, it was for that reason. Not it's not a red flag mm-hmm. in a bubble, but in yeah. in being compared to the other people even though I think it's already done and wrapped for those two, I think that was his issue. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. It's, you know, there's ways around that. She could call them, FaceTime them, have them meet over FaceTime, things like that. Maybe that happened and we didn't see it. I just, you know, it really made me mad to see that online because who knows? Her parents could, could not be alive. How fucking rude and mean would that have been? Yeah. You know, check yourself, America. <laughs> I mean, come on, Twitter. I mean, there was people there was people on Twitter being like, oh, they're going to bring these people in. I bet you that's going to like that's not great for COVID. And I'm like, oh, God, they quarantined. It's like <sighs> we've been dealing with this now for two plus years. They know what they need to do. Just enjoy what you're watching. Moving on. We have two more parents left or two more sets of uh, parents slash family left. We have Bree's parents, Miss Dee Dee and Dan. Mm-hmm. I love the name Dee Dee. I feel like I'm never going to see it in like a young person anymore. I feel like no. it's it's aged out. But every Dee Dee is just a sweet soul. I've never met a Dee Dee that sucks. I'm trying to figure out. I don't think that's going to be somebody's name. It could be somebody's nickname that you refer to them as. Oh, like you it- don't think that's her... No, Maybe. I'm saying that could be her name. I'm saying now, like, there's nobody going to be born going forward, as you said, but Dee Dee. Yeah, I'm I'm Googling it. <laughs> like, um, Doris, and the last name is, like, Dolores Davis, and you might prefer her as Dee Dee. Oh, hey, Dee Dee's here, everybody. You know, like that. Dorothy. 
is apparently the the bigger name for D. Okay. But it's just D. So is her name Dorothy Dorothy? We're going to call her Dorothy Dorothy for the rest of this episode. We'll have to figure out. If we can get Brie on the podcast, <laughs> we will ask her. Yes, we'll have to ask her. Anyways, her mom is just too cute. I just thought there was such a sweet moment when uh, Brie ran down and, and hugged her mom. It was just so sweet. And if you noticed, I think that was the first mom that got the initial hug. It was the dads all the way before that. that I think yeah. that was the first mom that got the hug. Well, daddy's girls, you know. Mm-hmm. It does tend to happen that way. <laughs> Lastly, we have Debbie and Jenna, Amanda's mother and um, sister. This, Miss Debbie, <laughs> I, I just want Debbie, I want Debbie and Tony to have a show together. I want Debbie to go to the strip club oh with my Tony. God. How about they travel to cities? And like, yeah, just like a traveling show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they do like travel mm -hmm. and they go to like, maybe they go antiquing as well. Oh, I would love that. Right? Yeah. It was crazy. Amanda's mom and Miss Jill, both of them. I can see Annie and Mama Jill and I could see, I could fully see Amanda and Debbie. They are carbon copies of their mothers. <laughs> Which is which is a huge compliment to both the moms and the daughters. All of these women on this show are beautiful. Stunners. Yeah. Number one, stunner. What, 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 what? what I liked after this was done uh -huh. was that all the ladies were there. And then yeah. Martin thought to himself, how can I one-up myself at this point? What can <laughs> I kind of do to just show everybody how big of a boss I am? And he like leaned into the guys and he like looked around both their shoulders like Scooby-Doo style <laughs> and was like, hey, what do you think? What do you think they'll think when they think when they find out one of you is worth a lot of money? And then he like looked around again and one of them is not. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Do you think do you think they're going to cut your dick off? Like what do you think is going to happen? You think one of them's going to pull a gun and be like, who is it? Tell me which one it is. I have a particular set of skills. Yeah, I thought it was really funny that they were building They were building up like, what is, what's their reaction going to be? And then I get a text message from our good friend, Justin, Mr. Uh -huh. Pop That Shirt Off. And he said, hey, bro, I completely forgot about this money thing until they brought it up just now. <laughs> I've forgotten. I've forgotten about it. The whole concept of the show. I forgot about it. I, I, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's the the money thing." That actually makes sense, though. They really haven't. They didn't really touch on it this episode until that point. Well, because again, they ruined their own concept by giving it away to us, the public, early on. I know. I know. <laughs> so, hey, listen again, and Fox. Hey, what's up, Stephen Mixie again? Seth. Season two. Don't tell us. Let us try to figure it out too. And make one of them a hobo. Oh, God. Hobo millionaire. I can't stress this enough. Like, I want you guys to find somebody on Venice Beach, take him in, shave him, shower him, throw him in the manor with Martin. The show writes itself. Easy. Easy. <laughs> you want us to find him? Cool. Send us a couple Gs. We'll find the guy for you. And, you know, I thought it was also funny. Our, our guy, Tony. I think Tony might be a gold digger. Because he was trying to ask, as soon as he sat down with Whitney, he's like, so what do they do? 
And, and Whitney's like, you'll find out. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, but like, are, are they, are, are, do they do well? <laughs> are they wealthy? Are they wealthy? And they like looked over the producer and like, yeah, I, I asked uh-huh. you asked me to ask. Nod, nod. He did. And I'm sure that the producers caught on quickly that he was easily fed. His, are you referring to his fantastic look to camera? Oh, his face play was stupid this entire time. Unheard of face play. We haven't seen face play like this on Joe Millionaire. No, we have not. The face game was was on point. If you don't know what we're talking about, we'll post it in the hotties and on Instagram <laughs> and on Twitter. You just—it's already on Twitter. Tony reacting to Martin saying one of them is worth ten million dollars and one of them is not. Might be one of the best things I've ever seen on television. Truly, truly amazing. You know, one of my other favorite moments of this was when Carolyn was just beaming when she was talking to Kurt about Alex. Oh, yeah. And Alex says this about Steven. He's looking at me. I see him. I'll take the other one, though, if he's, you know, feeling froggy and wants to leave. He did not just stop there. He also said this. Call me Steven. <laughs> Sir, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Sir, I'm flattered. We haven't even met, but like, you know. Uh, hey, if you're if you're feeling froggy. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, Carolyn was the only one to have only one person in her camp, but he filled the seats of two. He tried his best. I, I don't know if he... He didn't get as much camera time as I thought he was going to get. Well, because Tony... Well, yeah, Tony, but even still, like, yeah, I'd be really interested to see what everybody's TRTs were, total runtime, for those of you in the biz, not in the biz. Ooh. You know, to see what everybody's TRT was, how much mm-hmm. screen time they had. Hmm. We need somebody to, like, we need the people who do, like, the Bachelor data Instagram to pick up the Joe Millionaire data. We need a Joe data real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Too late. I need, I need the stats on the glove situation. <laughs> I need it. Oh, Christ. This whole dinner was, was for those of you don't uh, who did not watch, which, again, I feel like we're just losing the battle. Don't understand. Don't understand. I appreciate you. You're continuing to listen to us and not with the show, but, like... We can't do it justice. You have to, you have to see it with your eyeballs, too. They were outside for this party, which I did not realize to the end was just on the back patio at the house. Oh, yeah, they just covered it in twinkle lights. I thought they were somewhere else. I really did. I was like, oh, they're in like a different part of the, they're like down by the water or something like that. And then later I was like, oh, they're just on the patio with the twinkle lights, as you said. Uh, But they're all sitting out there together. So they have like all the tables. Uh Uh-huh. And the guys have to, like the the guys just got married. They have to go around to everybody's table and say hi. Yeah. (laughs) And they sit down. And immediately they're grilled. Uh-huh. Tell us what you do. And like they have to kind of lie in a way, but also not lie in a way. Because like, can you imagine lying to these parents right out of the gate? Mm-hmm. But they have to. But I just liked how they can be sitting there and you can be at the table next to them just overhearing all this and just seeing like, okay, well, when they were at yeah. that table, they seemed a lot looser than when they were at our table. Like, what the fuck's that about? Uh-huh. It adds a whole nother dynamic to it. Oh, for sure it does. And I just loved it because you could see them all like looking over at the other tables. Mm-hmm. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it did not look like 
the the two best times the guys had was when the, when they were with Tony, which mm-hmm. is Whitney's dad, and when they were with Amanda's family. Yeah. Other than that, I think they were just like, okay, yeah, okay, we're here. Well, those were the two party families. And I just wonder how that is going to affect the decision-making that these gentlemen have mm-hmm. going forward. Like, how much weight do they then put into, like, okay, well, if I really think this is going to be a serious relationship I'm in, yeah, like, these people seem a whole lot more fun to be around than mm-hmm. this other family. I mean, family's incredibly important, and, you know, if I ever had the opportunity to... to to just date a bunch of guys and see their families first, that would definitely be a, a weight that I would consider throughout the the rest of the time. Because if you're if you're truly falling for these people, they truly want to get married, they want to have these kids, all these things. These people are going to be in your life forever. Yeah, yeah. I got to go on trips with these people. I got to go on vacation with these people. I got to have Christmases with these people. And these people are going to come over and take care of my kid. There you go. If like, I don't get along with them, or they just don't seem like. It's like a chore being around them that you got to just draw things out of. Like they don't, they're not willing to talk or anything like that. Like that's another problem that I just have to deal with and just make it easy for me. But I totally agree. I just love them all being outside at the same time. And it was not like in like a big tent outside and they were really separated from each other. This was Mm -hmm. like, they were just at like a little reception type thing. Yeah, it did. It gave me wedding reception, small wedding reception vibes, which no hate. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, We got hit with quite possibly the biggest plot twist we've been hit with on this episode or on the show in general. They dropped the, the bombshell. One of them is worth 10 million and the other one is not. You know, you got the fantastic shot of Tony draw drop. You know, they, they edited it the way that they needed to edit it. But then, Amanda's mother <sighs> says to Amanda, we have more. <laughs> and we find out that Amanda is a trust fund baby. Yep, she sure is. Never mentioned it once. And I also saw on Twitter, which huge kudos to Amanda. I think this says a lot about her character. The casting director said that she never mentioned it once. It never was said, ever. Which I do think, you know, just with the knowledge I have of reality TV, if you're a trustman, baby, you got a fuck ton of money, that would definitely help you get on reality television. And she didn't use it at all. No, she didn't have to, right? Mm-hmm. She got cast anyway. Yep. I think the interesting thing to me with all of this, though, however, is... I just love the idea that what she was saying was like, yeah, we don't like to talk about it because people, you know, will judge you instantly if you have money. It's like, yeah, that's the reason the show is doing what it's doing, Amanda. Joe Millionaire. That's why we're. That's why this show's called Joe Millionaire. And there's a rich guy and a poor guy for this reason specifically. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome to the show. I was. Uh, it seemed like Amanda was like, don't say anything. And Miss Debbie was like, ah, fuck it. I'm telling her. <laughs> I just, 
they were talking like, and she was like, "What do you think if my daughter had more than ten million dollars?" Mm-hmm. And I just really wish we would have seen like the immediate in, like the immediate in the reaction, reaction of the guys yeah. of being like, uh-huh. I think there would have been like that. What's that like the gif where the guy is just like his eyes closed and his head kind of shakes? Like, huh? What's <laughs> gonna, what do you what do you mean by that? Because like uh, Kurt right away when like you know what it's not really that important. Money comes, money goes. It's like. Money just doesn't come and money just doesn't go, man. That's that why is true. you have to work really hard to get money. It just doesn't come and go. It's not like <laughs> fucking like, oh, you know what? I was driving down the street today. Funny enough, a bag of fucking money just there. You know, it comes and goes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's not how it works. Yeah, money grows on trees. I've never had an extra column in my bank account. And then I lose that column. They're like, you know what? Money comes, money goes. It'll be back. No, it won't be back. <laughs> I spent too much money. It went. It does not come just back. It's not a video game, Kurt. It's important. It can help. Let's be honest. It can help. Yeah. It doesn't buy me happiness, but you know what? I don't have to live in a shitty area, maybe. That might bring me down. I hate that. I hate the whole, oh, money isn't everything. Yeah, but it's something. Ask poor people how they feel about that. You know, the only people who say that shit is rich people. That is true. Poor people never go, you know what? Money's not all that important. False. It comes and goes. False. They've never said that. Only rich people do that because they're trying to trick you into not wanting to be rich. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mind games. Mind games. And some of you are sitting there right now being like, well, I don't know. You're rich. You're the rich ones. You got a lot of money. Yeah. You got some fuck you mm-hmm. money floating around. If you've never like had to panic about the amount of money in your bank account, you don't get to tell me that money isn't yes. everything. If your rent didn't all of a sudden go 3x when your roommates moved out and you couldn't find <laughs> roommates for seven months, you don't get to tell me it's not important. Preach it. Preach it. I don't have to just bring in random people from the street and go, please move in. Please move in. Please help. It comes and it goes, Steven. It comes and it goes. You know what, Mixie? I didn't think about that at the time. I didn't just sit here and go, you know what? Comes. I should have just walked into Bank of America. Hi, guys. So I'm just going to take your money because, you know, money comes, money goes. And eventually it'll just come back. You're Bank of America. You'll be good. Money comes, money goes. All right. I'll see you guys later. Deuces. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That, that whole situation. I think Kurt was like, oh, I, I think that th- I think that that affected Kurt. I obviously don't think Steven gives a fuck. No. But saying that definitely affected Kurt. Because isn't Kurt, Kurt like just open a new business? But I don't think, again, it's unreasonable to think that. No, it's not. That's the point, I think, is the point about the show is they're trying to be like, well, you should only date them for this. Sure, you should, but it should be a factor. Like if mm-hmm. you're if you're 37 and you're in your career, and you're like, hey, I'm still trying to just scrape by. That tells me something a little bit about you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's totally. And true. so that's what I'm trying to get at here. It's like it's it's important. And if you do have money, guess what? Great. You don't have to worry about some of the things. That other people were about. And that's great. Your granddad left you a bunch of money. I love you. That's fantastic. But don't try to like yeah. play it off like whatever. 
Because I'll take a couple G's. Me and Mixie will take a couple G's if you just... If, yeah, listen. If you don't want it... It's just bothering you. Yeah, if you're worried about how people are going to judge yeah. you, I will take that judgment right away. We'll be judged. No questions asked. Yeah. And, and, and as Kurt said, it'll go and it'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So why don't you just give it to me and then eventually it'll come back. Mm-hmm. Not for me. No. To be clear. Not from you. It's not coming back from it's me. It's probably on the interest on some fucking stock or bond or option or whatever you guys have. It's that dose. I still don't understand really how all these things work. I really don't. I got to figure this you out. You don't have to understand. You just buy it and then it goes up. This is not financial advice. <laughs> I am not a financial advice. The right reality urges you again for the second time in two weeks. <laughs> Please check with your talk to a professional. To a professional and not podcasters. Oh fuck! Oh, and then you know, Dee Dee, I'm sorry, not Dee Dee, Debbie. She did not stop there. She then asked the guys if they have stamina, and let's just roll what they said. You guys got good stamina. <laughs> I'm a I'm a thoroughbred. <laughs> No. I'm going to be completely okay. honest with you right now. No. Well, let me tell you why I have to ask that question. Because I expect like five to six grandchildren. Babies. Oh. But to me, that's not a stamina question. Love, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, so. that's a first to win the race, and I always win. You don't need stamina, right? Uh, I mean, it doesn't take long. I mean, I, you know, I can recover fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. Okay, but here's the thing. Yes and no. Because... Honestly, stamina, it depends on on how you're using the word stamina. If stamina is like how long you last before combusting, that seems bad to me. Because you'd want to ejaculate. I like how we were dancing around that and you just said ejaculate. Like You want to come in that pussy. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mom. She doesn't listen. Um... He stamina wouldn't be good if you're trying to have kids in that aspect because you'd want to come quickly so that you could, you know, do a second round or, you know, go back an hour later and do it again. But if you're talking stamina as in like you finish and then you're ready for round two a minute later, then, yeah, that stamina is important. I I read it as I hope you have stamina I mean, she even said it specifically. She's like, because I want like six grandkids and like, yeah, but that's not stamina. That's that's the point. And I think that's why he was like, I don't have stamina, but like you want me, you you want one like every year, like I can get that done and I don't have to work all that hard. Like (laughs) I I went to health class like every time there's a possibility you can get pregnant. So it doesn't matter. Like the odds don't go up if we're doing this for 30 minutes. Yeah. I can yeah. do this for two minutes, and the odds are pretty much the same. So why do I need the stamina? I appreciated his honesty yeah. with it. Yeah, he was he was setting expectations exactly where they needed mm-hmm. to be set. Yeah, it's a, it's a real heady move. It's a pH move of underselling and then over delivering, <laughs> and I'm afraid yeah. he's starting to get in my head and learn things from a pH side that these just don't do. And I'm getting real nervous because I feel like he's going to use all of it and just pluck Annie from me. And take your girl? Shit. 
I just, I just, I feel it coming, Mixie. I just really do. Not the other type that we were just talking about, but I feel it coming. And it's, it's, it's making me really <laughs> nervous. And he's just, he's just, he's, he's trying to get in my head. He's trying. I do think, I do think he's playing mind games. I can't speak on the matter. He did say Annie was in his tops. He said tops with an S. It was his number one tops. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's why I texted Steven because I'm at East Coast. Steven's West Coast. So I see it before him. I texted him and I told him to grab a teddy bear. I don't know if he did that or not. I will continue to warn you because I don't think anybody else is going. <sighs> I just... You guys, I'm I'm getting real nervous. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. After after the ending of this show, spoiler alert, Brie goes home. Mm-hmm. Oh man, did my emotions change? So it's like there's still hope. Bree's here, and then Brie goes home, and I was like, well, fuck. I think he has a really good connection with Amber. Amber, he, I, honest to God, if we're being completely transparent, I thought Amber was gone week three. Listen, Mixie. I appreciate what you're doing. I really do. I really appreciate it. It's a good, it's a good friend move. I'm trying. But I've watched enough reality TV to know how this works. Amber's not there. Amber's just now being put on camera and letting her speak words onto the TV screen. Yeah. It's not her, okay? I am now coming to the realization of my worst nightmare. The, the fucking horror is going to come true. And I'm going to be sitting at cut alone crying on my steak i disagree we are going to be interviewing annie you two are going to be at cut i'm going to be dressed up like martin and i'm going to zoom in (laughs) and i will be your butler for the evening i can't wait for that to happen because it's going to happen i appreciate you thank you so much for that i'm going to leave annie and i'm going to go to cala let's do it cala code cal the cala code was I, i i feel broken yeah, mom had the answer key. Ma- Mama Hope had the answer key. And it was really nice to see Kala, you know, let loose. Yeah. And, you know, the guys also agreed. You know, they seemed very happy when they were sitting at that table. One of the best moments happened at this point. Hope was asking the guys a very good question. She said, what would y'all do on a daily basis to make her feel special? While she is doing this, Stephen, did you catch what Cal was doing? I don't think so. She was mouthing to both of the guys, what the fuck? Oh, okay. <laughs> they blurred her mouth out when she said fuck. Oh. Because she was kind of, I think, a little embarrassed by the question. Yeah. But the guys had good answers. I thought it was sweet, but I just thought it was so funny that she mouthed what the fuck right next to them and they had to blur her mouth out when she said the f word cal is just still a real interesting one like obviously you know because we like to play along the code was basically kind of cracked this episode i wouldn't say it was all the way cracked but at least the shell was cracked and Mm -hmm. we started to see a little bit more we started to see that but i also believe she was showing she's been showing more than that It's just, you know, to help drive this storyline, we're not Mm -hmm. seeing a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, this is the most conversation Mm -hmm. I've ever seen her have with Kurt. Agreed. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) They're normally just making out. 
And then he's normally just like, oh, you want to go over here? And then they make out. She's a sweetheart it. of a girl. I'm really looking. Sweetheart. Of I'm a girl. really looking forward to getting to know you more and having and spending more time with you, bro. We're on week eight. Stop using this line. I know. They kept saying that. They all have to stop. I hate this. I'm just looking for. The guys want to get to know you a little bit more. Okay, give us that opportunity. <laughs> give them the opportunity to do that. Oh, do you want to get to know the girls better? Well, you can do that, but also two people from their family are going to be sitting <laughs> at the table, and they're all going to be sitting at tables together. So you're really not going to learn anything. <laughs> Until they grill you, and after they grill you, we're going to put you up at the podium like you're about mm-hmm. to present some awards to the fucking Lions Club or some nonsense, <laughs> right? And you're going to now ask the parents some very interesting questions. And I don't know who came up with this idea of part of this oh, episode. The script. But I'm telling you, it was fantastic. Because again, Tony shined. Some of the other parents shined here, and it was just yeah. beautiful. I loved it so much. It was great. Really quick before we get into that, I want to I want to mention we have been saying Bree's name incorrectly. I, I'm sorry we missed this, but so has everyone else apparently. Kurt and Steven say her name differently than her parents do, and also her parent, her dad said. Brianna and her mom said Brianna and then it was Bina. Yeah, we just call her Bina and you can this poor girl. I really hope we get to talk to her. I know this poor girl multiple times was screaming through her teeth. Her eyes. Are you kidding? I felt bad for her because again, like I felt bad for her for like (laughs) six episodes in a row. And then this was just like the pickle on like the Uh crap sandwich. That was her time on the show (laughs) in terms of it. Yeah. But like her mom was her mom kind of got into it a bit. And dad said something and they're like, I I forgot what the one thing that sent her off. She's like, what are you guys doing? It was Bina. She hated that. And then. They were saying something about her skinny dipping. Yeah. yeah it, it just, it, and you know, Stephen was saying something like, uh, like she's even more stressed out than she normally yeah. is or something along those lines. I would be too, given the situation. Same. But I, when I first brought my boyfriend over, I was scared shitless. <laughs> if this doesn't work out, like, what do you do next? I would have been nervous as fuck. I don't blame her. Every single time that he keeps saying, like, she's insecure, she's not confident, she's, you know, pulling back into her shell, he does nothing to help the situation. Nothing. Not one thing. If you are in a relationship with someone that has struggles like this, which is a completely normal and and fine struggle to have, it happens to all of us, maybe be there for them? I'm starting to think. Because it's the only thing that is making sense now that she has left. Because I thought she was going to be there for a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think he was just saying this as something to say, to have something to say about her. That would make a lot more sense. Because it seems to me you could not have been like that in on her 
and then no. all of a sudden be like, well, her parents came and she stayed the same, so now she's out. That doesn't make any sense to me. And again, I keep going back to the fact that he did not invite her to the winery. And, and originally, you know, my, her thought was, I wasn't invited. She's nervous. She's going to go home. She didn't go home for two more episodes after that. Or maybe three. So he left her there because he felt confident in their relationship. Allegedly, yes. What do you, why do you think? Well, I think they were saying, remember they said they feel confident in the relationship and then uh, Jenny went home that episode. So it's like, no, you kept yeah. her home because you wanted her to use the coin and show up. So like maybe they saw her starting to spiral a bit and they're like, let's keep her back because she might spiral a little bit more. And uh-huh. of course, we're not we're not going to be opposed to that. Yeah. But I'm starting to think that it was never there and he was out weeks ago. And, like, it's now just time to get rid of her. Uh-huh. Because I can't see how you would be like, well, he almost would have taken her on the date that Annie got to go on two weeks ago. And then all of a sudden this week she goes home when you've done nothing to help her other than say, hey, be more confident in, in like, you being here. Okay, she yeah. didn't get more confident. With- time to go home. No, that doesn't make any sense to me. I agree with you. I agree with you. And he says at the very end, too, that, like, he's grown a lot in this process and he feels like she hasn't. I've seen it. I've seen her. Also, what a horrible thing to say. Yeah. What a horrible V move to say. That is that is a really shitty thing to say about somebody. I want to ask her what her thought was on that. Hey, you know, I've grown a lot during this. You know what? I didn't see you grow anything. Uh, thanks for coming. See you never. Also, how also, I, I again, I'm going to get into this, and I'm sorry if somebody I like is maybe with this person now at this point, but you're going to go, hey, you know what? I dated a small-town girl a couple times. It didn't work out. I thought I'd try something new. Like, uh, you know, what? What? Yeah, isn't Annie from a small town? But that, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, uh, you eliminate all small town girls because they all react the same way. You're saying all these women from small towns are the exact same. Generalizations. Here's how this should have gone. You ready? Ready? Here we go. You know, I really wish this would have worked out because I think we have a lot of similarities with our background coming from small towns. And mm-hmm. I think we could really done something together. But to me, at this point, um, I was just hoping you would be a little bit more confident with yourself. And I really hope that even though you this might sting to you in this moment, that you learn um, that you should be very confident in yourself because you're an amazing person. It just wasn't the right time for me and you to be together. But I appreciate you coming here and being vulnerable and being yourself. And I appreciate that. And I really hope you find somebody who appreciates that as well. Thanks for coming. Wow. I mean, a beautiful breakup, Steven. I mean, I mean, I agree with you because what, what he said at that, we're jumping ahead, but what he said to her was something like, I've dated girls like you before and I just want to try something yes. else. He never mentioned the confidence thing. No. He never mentioned that he was growing and she wasn't. He said all that behind her back. <laughs> just unbelievable. Ugh. God. Anyways, back to the back to the outside table where you can hear the crickets. Um, it's now time for the boys to grill the families. Yes. 
We see that um, they ask the families for a warning label mm-hmm. on the girls. And now I hope you took note of what uh, Mr. Mr. Jorgensen said. Did you? Because um, it's important. I'm going to say I did. Yeah, well, you definitely did not. Scott said. Sorry, Scott. That. You cannot try to share steak with Annie. If you try to take any bits of her steak, she will cut your head off. This is important for you. If you're taking her to cut, Steven, you have to get her her own steak. What what am I, a monster? I'm not going to let her have her own steak. Also, Annie, who hurt you that didn't let you have your own steak? What type of garbage person did this to you? It was very specific. Because it's happened before. I'll be having the steak and she's going to be having the salad tonight. I bet you that's what happened at one point. I bet you that's what happened at one point. You know what? Now, 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 now I might be wrong. It might have just been food in general. But I wrote it down to remind you to not try to stay, take anything off of her plate. I, we may or may not have discussed already what type of side dishes we would like at cut okay not saying that that's a conversation we may or may not have had but we may or may not have had that okay allegedly allegedly could have happened (laughs) sure maybe maybe not i don't know i am of the belief that if you both like the a la carte side dish at a restaurant like this that comes with no sides let's say it's a mashed potato right Mm-hmm. I'm of the mindset if we both go, God, I fucking love mashed potatoes. We're getting two mashed potatoes. Absolutely. That shouldn't even be a, a discussion. We're getting two mashed potatoes, okay? <laughs> We're not doing this whole, oh, I'll have just a little bit here. No. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not trying to 50-50 these mashed potatoes because no. I want a lot of mashed potatoes. If I'm paying $8 for mashed potatoes, I'm eating all of them. And they better be fucking whipped to perfection Woo. at that point. Woo. You know, Brussels sprouts? You know how many Brussels sprouts I get for $8? Like six at these <laughs> restaurants. They are stingy bastards at these places. Farm to table. <laughs> Give me all of them. You know, Stephen, money comes and money goes. That's true. And, <laughs> and it's going to go right to cut if all this works out for me. It's going to the Brussels sprouts. I've been putting money away in a savings account for this because money comes, but money doesn't go. <laughs> it can't go because if it goes, it will not come back. If it, if it goes, I do not go to cut. That's how it works. Oh, man. Steve works a little bit overtime this week to get some extra cut money. Amanda's family gives a warning label that quite possibly was the best one-liner of the night. Slippery when wet. Amazing. Just, just, some people understood what to do. I re- Listen, I hope they fed these lines to them before and was like, hey, listen, this is where they ask you to start coming up with some ideas. But if they didn't. Yeah, if that was just, well, it, see, it seemed like. Off the dome. She just, his, her sister just kind of yelled it. <laughs> it wasn't like they were like Amanda's family and they were like, oh, slippery when what? She just was like, they were talking. She's like, slippery when what? <laughs> Which is not oh, something I don't want to hear, you know? Yeah, it, it it was amazing. Now, Dorothy Dorothy, otherwise known as Dee Dee, Miss, Miss Bree's mom. I, I will be referring, referring to her as Dorothy Dorothy. I hope you do. 
Dorothy, Dorothy, we know that you follow us on Instagram. We really, we really appreciate that. And, and, and thank you so much. With all the love in my heart, I need you to talk to someone about polishing up your storytelling skills. Because that was bad. <laughs> it wasn't good. She's trying to tell, for those of you that didn't, didn't watch, she was trying to tell a story about Brie. Uh, she liked a guy. And I'm just going to tell it as she said it. Brie liked a guy. <laughs> And her and her friends decided to go fishing. Yep. That was how she said the story. Now, what actually happened <laughs> was Brie liked a guy and went and got a fish from the grocery store, a dead fish, put it on his uh, porch. Yeah, wrapped on, with, his, uh, on his porch, yeah. With a note that said, catch you later with a winky face. Yeah. And then apparently... Which I did not know this, and I think that this is actually a good piece of information for everybody to know. Public service announcement upcoming from the right reality. Pay attention. Take a note. Apparently, if you put if there's a dead fish on your doorstep, it means that someone's going to come kill you. Yeah. How do more people not understand this? You're sleeping with the fishies. It's a it's a mob thing. Did you know this? Yeah. I I. Mm -mm. You didn't know this. I had no clue. Okay. I wonder how many but, people know this. Is this a is this a hot take hotties poll? Maybe it is a hot take hotties poll because I was uh, like, because then she, I was confused because, well, first of all, the whole story from the get go was just, again, with peace and love, an absolute train wreck. And then Bree says after her mom says that the fishing thing, she goes, and then the police came, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but it, I guess it makes sense in the long run. Don't. Long story short, don't don't leave a dead fish in front of somebody's door. The police will find you. <laughs> we finish the roast. The guys uh, get a little bit more time with the family. We see them have some separate conversations with some people. Annie's dad, Scott, and Steve have a conversation that really brought something to light that I don't think we've discussed. And honestly, I'll speak for myself. I haven't even thought about the location situation. So I've not thought of this. This is all I think about. <laughs> I, I, you know, basically what happened was Scott was saying to Steven that they really picture Annie in New York. Annie wants to be in New York. She's a city girl. How is that going to work out with Steven being on the farm? Now, Steven is the 10 millionaire and he has to be <laughs> smart about how he discusses his, you know, employment his businesses, things like that. So he can't tell not only Scott, but all of these girls that he basically could live anywhere because he has he has businesses everywhere. Allegedly. And he also has a helicopter. Yeah. And he can just fly back to the farm. First of all, I would like to say that I don't, again, this is, Poor people can do this, too. If you don't have a job, you can live anywhere because you're poor, okay? Like, okay, that's a thing you can do, too, if you're also wealthy. Also, mm -hmm. it's just, it's odd to me that you're like, oh, I can live anywhere because I'm wealthy. It's like, wh who, how do you, who checks in on your businesses? You're just traveling around all the time? You working remote? Like, this is, 
these are things that jump out to me initially about this because this is a big, big thing. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think all of these relationships end up failing on all these shows because they don't live in the same area. I would agree with you. But like, I think that this is more set up to fail than anything else because these guys have to lie. And it's not like they're lying about their lives. They're lying by omission. But I don't think he's lying. I he think he really is. says. He had to just say that like, we'll figure that out after it's done because he, he knows he can't say anything right now. But didn't didn't he say like we had talked about it and we would figure it out after? I felt like he said that or something along those lines. I could be wrong. But yeah, I mean, what's he supposed to say? I hate that I'm defending him at this point, but what is he supposed to say? <laughs> but like the point I'm trying I to I live make on is, a farm. She doesn't want to come to the farm, but we'll figure it out. Like he has to be having that conversation with all of the girls. Mm. Like, all of these girls have to be thinking, okay, he has a farm. Can I live on this farm? Really, the only person that I think that would fit on a farm, you just kicked out. (laughs) So, like, for these girls to be thinking seriously about having a relationship with him, you know, and thinking that the whole thing is going to be based off of them living on a farm, like, for me, that's a huge thing. I'm not going to live on a farm for the rest of my life. I'm not that bitch. So, like, I probably... If I was on this show and I was interested in both of them and Steven's like, yeah, I live on the farm. It's a family farm. It's where I work. I'd probably go to Kurt. I think that's what we saw happen. I think this is what we've seen happen on the show. Yeah, but in reality, he is open to being a city guy. I see that. But then I to me, I don't understand it. What you just you're just going to be a city guy. Who's running the business then? It's on autopilot. But Stephen, money comes and money goes. That's true. I forgot about that. Everything makes sense now. You also have to follow the money. <sighs> I don't know. I just I, I think that like this is maybe the own like the big flaw I'm seeing of like this actually and let's be honest, how how much of love reality shows actually give a fuck about these people finding love? I think that's the better question. Because in that say in that case it doesn't matter, right? That's why they yes. haven't done this concept. Unless yes. you are the married at first sight and you're saying, Well, this is an experiment. This is an experiment. Uh-huh. I think that's the only place it matters. I also feel like I'm not saying this conversation has not taken place yet, but Annie and Steven have had to have this conversation about like how is this gonna work? Because, again, if he's lying to the dad and being like, you know, we'll figure it out. What has he said to her privately about it? I think that's all he said to her is we'll figure it out, which, again, is a that's a red flag to me. Thank you very much. Wouldn't you go? I agree with you. Hey, listen, I got a pretty good life in New York. I I, I really like you, but I, I, I don't want to be traveling every weekend to come see you. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be. I want to spend every night with you. I want to hang out. I want to go to some Broadway shows. I'd like to go to some comedy shows with you. Maybe we'll wait in line and see SNL, get some standby tickets. Yeah. Maybe we'll hang out with Mixie, you know, <laughs> do some MSG shows. We'll sit side by side at John Mayer holding signs saying renew next season. We'll <laughs> do it all. But I can't do this when it's like, what day do you come back in town and what day do you have to go you know, service the fucking car washes and put some more like, yeah. you know, soap in the machines. Like when, mm-hmm. is, when is this happening? Well, and you got to think that 
this conversation is happening with all of these girls he's talking to. I would hope it is. Right? So, like, he's not not giving straight answers about... And this is just the one thing that we're seeing right now, is that he can't talk honestly about where he would be able to go, where he wouldn't be able to go, et cetera, et cetera. That affects these girls. I think Steven's getting fucked and all of these girls are going after Kurt because of this. Yeah, I, a thousand percent. I can move to Charlotte. That works. Mm-hmm. That, Charlotte's a way easier pill to, pill to swallow. Yeah. And maybe, again, this is just a, an issue with casting then at that point. Like, you pick the right you know, poor rich guy, if you will, who doesn't know anything. But at the same time, like, if he can't lie and be like, yo, I got so much fucking money, like the place is on autopilot, I'll live anywhere. Then mm-hmm. at that point, uh, you're. <laughs> why are you saying you live on a farm? Just say, yeah. don't, don't even have that be your business. It's just so funny to me because like Stephen always says that like he loves this whole premise because he can be his true self and they would fall in love with him and not the fact that he has money. But he can't be his true self because if he is, they'll figure out he has money. And guess what? If you but can Kurt just, can. If you can just fly all over the place and live at the farm and not live at the farm and live in New York and not live in New York, then guess what? You do care about the money. Because mm-hmm. if he was poor, he couldn't do that. Yep. So the money does help. Because, you know, money comes, money goes. It goes right to American Airlines. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, it's I I feel like that was elementary 101. I learned my ABCs. Then I learned money comes, money goes. Yeah. That's literally the second lesson. Next time, will you sing with me? That's how the end of the song goes. We say goodbye to the parents. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on with the parents before we move to this speedy ass elimination? I wish people could just understand how great Tony was. I know we've talked about it a bunch of times. He yeah. had other fantastic answers here in the 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 situation with the daughters where mm-hmm. the guys were asking questions. Some unbelievable responses about ah, she might chop your dick off down there. And she like <laughs> put her hand over his mouth. <laughs> There's another time they were asking, um, you know, what what we they thought the first or why their daughters were there it, or something like that. And he said, um. She's got raging hormones. You got raging hormones. And she was mortified on some of these. She's just chugging uh, wine. I love that. He is a real superstar. His coming out party was last night on television. I hope we see more of him. I want more of him. But yeah, I just overall, top to bottom, really love this segment. I think it's my favorite segment of the year so far. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wish maybe we would have got a second thing with the parents. Like, I mean, if we're picking nits here, as we like to do on this show. I love a good nit. You want to fly them out. You're quarantining them for seven days. They were there for probably six to eight hours and they're gone. Do you think they're gone? Yes, they're gone. gone. I don't. They're gone. They're gone. They're going to go to the other hometown and they're going to just have them sit there for a week and then they're going to come back. Okay, yeah, but then they come. But think about this. We go to hometowns. There's six. We come back from hometowns with five. Okay. Then or we come back with four. Hold on. Let me look at the calendar. Then we're going to be at final two for each of them. So. And I would think that the like if they brought the parents in that early, I would think that they would have them there for the finale. That's a long time. They got to keep quarantining them, though, for. 
that's like, like another like six 15 days. to 16 days no 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 they're flying to uh the guys places the next two days okay they'll fly back and have an elimination that's three days then they'll start again on day four with whatever and then they'll probably have an elimination at day five and then we're at the final four. No, because they're going to both places. There's a prep day for each of these, a teardown day, a There's travel day. There's not prep and teardown There's day. certainly Bologna. a prep and teardown day. Baloney. You're going to sit here and tell me that this production has prep and teardown days with the shit we've seen them pull? For travel days? For sure. I I will I will need one okay. of the ladies to uh, confirm or deny that information <laughs> because I, I truly think that they've got another eight or nine days left of this show there are after this week there are three episodes left we finish on the 10th of march okay so it'll probably be one elimination one elimination final with four yes that's where we're at at this point i think the family is done all i wanted to say was if they are gone which i believe they are i hope that i'm wrong it's a missed opportunity because you could have had two days with this I understand shooting wise and we got all this stuff because of this and we don't have like hangover episodes and things like that where it, it yeah. cliffhangers to the next week. I'm just saying I would Which have loved I to see I yes. I would have loved to seen something more with the family. I would have loved to seen like one of the fun dates that they would have done with the families. They all would have gone out somewhere instead of like being at the dinner and like it just Again, maybe we're giving them an extra opportunity to be a little looser, a little bit up more, just outgoing and stuff now that we're out and we're at the bar. Because, I mean, look back at Bree on the very first day. She was, she was mm-hmm. you know, she was doing that and then she was drunk and then Martin was looking at her with the spotlight in her face. And then ever since she got drunk, it was over. Can so. you imagine if they had kept the families there for elimination? Oh. How good would that have been? Oh, they would have had to look in their father's face uh-huh. uh-huh. Bree's mom hey yep listen would have probably sobbed oh and then he would have she had seemed to, emotional he would have then had to go up and be like hey Bree's family what's up so i've grown a lot your daughter not so <laughs> not much. so much but remember it's only because you're from a small town and money comes money goes and right now it's going for you like because you're going home so you're going to be spending money because you're going home P.S. I have a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. I really wish you would have come out of your shell, but you know what? I didn't do anything to help you with it. Literally. In fact, I did everything I could to make it worse for you. Yeah. I didn't like send you a little note and being like, hey, I drew a photo of a, of a shell and then there's like something standing in the middle of the shell. <laughs> and I put a little arrow and it says you and then I'm standing next to the shell and I got like a little rope that I'm throwing to you to pull you out of the shell. I mean, how fucking adorable is that? I'm just making this up as I go, guys. And all Stephen with a V did was empty ass words with zero action to back it up. I blame him for the failure of this. I think these two were perfect for each other and he fucked it up. If I had Annie in the room as well, I'd probably fuck it up. I mean, I'd probably fuck it up. They'd be like, you guys realize... Um, you're better suited for this person. Yeah, but have you seen that other girl over there? I mean, have you seen it? 
We have to we have to just be not seeing their conversations with Kala. I don't understand. I really don't. And she had a gr- like nothing against her. She came she came out of her shell this episode and like it was fantastic and I really like her, but like from what we've seen of her interacting with both Steven and nothing. Kurt, nothing. Nothing. Mixie, I audibly gasped when they said Bree. Oh, I saw it coming. I you did you? I saw it coming from the t- from that table scene when oh, Steven was saying that she wasn't like she was even more uncomfortable or like unconfident or whatever the fuck he was saying than before. And I was like, this is this is the nail in the coffin. That upsets me, though, because as a normal, rational human being, I would have gone, you know, she wasn't comfortable. And then her parents came in and much like Mom LaFranc last week, fucking drive by me. <laughs> And then I'm supposed to be like, oh, yeah, I'm out of my shell. You know, my parents, you know, my mom just told a horrible, horrible story. Yeah. And you're supposed to like us. Like, that's embarrassing. Oh, my parents also don't know how to say my name. That they gave me. That they gave me. And then another important follow-up. Um, just just everything's going south. But you know what? Uh, I should still be here. Because this poor girl, I, uh, you're right. I don't know what conversations are happening with Kala, Kala, and with Amber. But yeah, I'm shocked again that this was the result this week. Well, it, you know, they showed us a lot more of Amber this episode. Like we said, I was, we both were like, ah, shit, she's gone <laughs> for sure. Um, my uh, my my tone changed when I saw their interaction at that table with with Bree's family. Um. Dorothy Dorothy I'm not I'm not blaming Dorothy Dorothy it, it was just she was constantly set up to fail I, I don't think it helped I don't think I think it just made it worse but also if you were questioning things with Amber I, I don't see how you got any sort of like reassurance with that because if anything she like they said she was just stoic she didn't say much I think they were scared shitless of her dad yeah but but still at the same point you think it's gonna get any better next week <laughs> Well, then he's gone. According to you, he's gone. This is why I'm for sure that he's been out on Brie for weeks. I I mean, it's a hot take. I'm not I'm not disagreeing on it. But I think that he liked her from the beginning and he thought just saying words to her would make it better. And it didn't. And he's like, ah, fuck it. Oh, shocking. When does that ever happen in any relationship? <laughs> you mean I have to put effort in? I'm going to stop cheating on you. Uh <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm really sorry that I banged six girls, but... I tripped. Money comes and money goes. Yeah, money comes, money goes. I, I slept with a bunch of women. But you know what? You were also not being all that nice to me last week. Oh, hold on. You slept with them all last week? But yeah, you weren't being nice to me, so I had to go get it somewhere else. What are you... Actions. Actions. I think if he had just... Even if he had, like... Made a little special thing for her, like last week when they all pulled everybody individually and had like their little convos. If he had just put a blanket out on the fucking grass and lit a candle on it, I think that would have helped her. Something. I would love to talk to her about it. I mean, it's going to be probably very different than our other podcasts, but I, I agree with you. I think it. I think it'll be a little bit more uh, deep and serious. But like, I, I do. I have a lot of questions for her because I really think she was just constantly dealt a bad hand. And I feel really bad for her. Fox, check your emails. <laughs> we'll talk to Brianne with or without you. 
Oh, I'm kidding. Boy. No, thank you so much for letting us do this. Thank you very much. Um, okay. It's the next day. The ladies are sleeping. We get a ring. And this is where confusion strikes. We don't see the bell ring. We just hear it. Okay. Yep. However, we do cut to the butthole where Martin is sitting at the desk, gloveless, on the intercom saying it's an elimination. Now, he could have rang the bell gloved and taken it off, which would keep with the consistency (laughs) of announcing eliminations Uh. gloved. This was a curveball I was not expecting. And when I say I paused and ran up to my TV to try to see if, like, the gloves were laying next to him on the desk or, like, behind him, checked his pockets, couldn't find the gloves. However, when the girls did come down and the elimination started, he was gloved at that point. Of course, because he understands his job. I think what happened is they just took an old scene of him being not gloved when they was announcing, hey, everybody, remember that time you said you want to do no more group dates? Cool. Get your ass downstairs. We're doing a group date. I think they just took it from there. It could have. It could have been. And you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that because I refuse to accept that he forgot to put the gloves on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody on the set for continuity purposes. You know, the same person that was on so. the set for the continuity purposes of the bowling, you know, uh-huh, the right balls uh-huh. and the right lanes. Took, they were also in charge of taking the, t- the sticker off the lemon and covering all of the labels. Incorrect. Not fully. <laughs> for one, it's the same person. Now, I'm saying... Maybe this person's not there now because they also fell for Winston Churchill and they were forced to go home. I don't. I mean, could have happened. There had to have been four or five casualties because of Winston. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way there wasn't. Did you see the Tabasco bottle? That was my new favorite one this episode. They just took a sharpie to it. I paused the (laughs) the the whole moment that next morning when. Yep, Carolyn and Amanda are making. Yep. They just took a huge Sharpie to it. Everything was painted out. Sharpied up. Everything. Yeah. Or like spun so you couldn't see the label. Yeah. I mean, everything, guys. Water bottles ripped off. If they could rip off the label, it was ripped off. Mm-hmm. Mustard covered. Everything. I don't want that job on a set. That really does suck. I wonder how many people was taken away. Like, oh, you can't use that yet. We didn't put a sticker on it. There's like somebody in between craft services in the kitchen. <laughs> Like slapping stickers on things before they leave. (laughs) Poor art department PA. We feel for you, my guy. Yeah. I have a question for you, Stephen. The ladies all came down and sat down. Was Annie wearing pajamas and heels? Listen, I'm not going to say what she was or wasn't wearing. All I'm going to say is she looked stunning as always. She looked beautiful, but you can't tell me that those weren't pajamas. Listen, I'm not going to get into a debate of this. (laughs) Because I'm not fashionable enough to know what is what. All right? I'm fashionable to know about the short pants on guys and how they don't look good. But I'm fashionable enough to know that when Annie comes down wearing anything. She's correct. She's correct. (laughs) She could have worn a garbage bag down. I'd be like, probably Oscar de la Renta. I don't know. (laughs) That person probably makes it. I don't know. I've heard their name a lot when I watch the Oscars. It's probably from them. I respected the fuck out of the fact that she was wearing pajamas with heels like pop off that's that's what i would wear to an elimination pjs you see that girl that keeps making like uh like 
TikToks or stuff about like if she was on The Bachelor, how she'd be more real. Like okay. In a ponytailed sweatshirt. That that's that's the vibe I want. She is an absolute superstar. That person. Mm-hmm. She needs to have her own television show. Yeah. And I forget her name right now. I want to say it starts with a uh, like a C. I see her face. Yeah. She's the one that that uh, the guy bought a hundred tacos on her first on her first date. Yeah, and she uh-huh. she'll do the real serious stories. I think some of you guys might not know. I'm gonna try. We'll try to emulate her. How did my first date go? Thank you for asking. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Let me tell you. I get there, sit down. Do I sit down easily? No. I sit down hard. I hurt my bum. <laughs> it hurts. I'm now thinking, oh my god, my bum hurts. I'm on a date. What am I gonna do? <laughs> Let me tell you. Part two. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> you did. You did a great job. Thank you. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Annie was in pajamas. So good for her. Shouts out, Annie. Wear those pajamas. We say goodbye to Brie. I feel like we've already touched on it. Yeah. I, yeah. I just like, long story short, Stephen, you played yourself here. All of this is on you, my friend. Brie should not feel bad about anything that happened on this show. I'm going to make sure she she hears that because she did everything that any normal person would do. She had very normal insecurities based off of what was given to her and the words that were given to her with zero action behind it. They fucked my girl Brie and I, I will not stand for it. They, were, they did it raw. <laughs> uh, by the way, update because I'm awesome. Elise Myers. Thank you. Check out Elise Myers. She's awesome. E-L-Y-S-E-M-Y-E-R-S. Again, for those of you slow and not listening really quickly, E-L-Y-S-E-M-Y-E-R-S. Four million followers. No big deal. An absolute spectacular TikTok follow. Really worth it. Martin walks Brie out and he says to her that he'll miss her smile. And I almost cried. Martin and Bree's relationship is so sweet. I can't wait to talk to her about Martin. This was the first shocking, like real shocking moment of the show, I think, for me. That was not really great. it was not like hilarious in some way, mm-hmm. right? Like with the bowling and all those things or cameraman randomly being <laughs> in the bushes. Um this I was just like, Oh my god, I can't believe this is I just didn't of all the people left. Like, yeah, we're missing something here. I've and then Martin just consoling her. And I was like, I feel like Martin was sad to see her go. I want the footage of her dad finding out about this and him walking to the fucking gentleman's quarters and kicking the door <laughs> down and being like, who did it? Who did it? Who did it? Who hurt my beautiful girl? All fingers point to fucking Steven with a V. Oh, it's you, V? Oh, it's UV? Oh. Hmm. Wouldn't get in that helicopter for a couple months if I were you. Just saying. <laughs> He's going to have a fish on his doorstep after this episode. I might know some guy at the uh, agriculture <laughs> department that might want to check all your cattle, sir. <laughs> well, just when we thought the episode was done, we get Martin gloved. He's still gloved. He's gloved and he rings the bell and I'm like, no fucking way. We're getting a double. What a way to do it. They act like it's one. Everybody else is safe. Just kidding. New elimination. What a rope-a-dope. It would have been incredible. But no, Martin just told him they're going to see the guys, 
families. I guess like yay woo whatever. But I really I would have fucking lost it if they did a second. You live right there. Uh, it would have been great. I did think, however, I didn't say this when we were talking about the elimination just a few seconds ago. I mm-hmm. thought we were going to get a non-elimination. It came, it, to me, I was like, oh, they're not going to eliminate either of these two girls right now. Kurt said something like, if I, if we, if, if we eliminate or like something like that, I thought that too. I thought there was a chance we weren't going to get one, especially because they just met the family. Yeah. We needed a little bit more time to think about this. And we think we, th- oh, again, just fucking hire us to help produce the show. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say, and you're right. This is how they should have done it. We didn't think it was fair to send any of you ladies home until mm-hmm. you met our family. Mm-hmm. Boom! Right there! That Yeah, 100%. That was the way to go. Write that down in our questions for Bree. How how big of a fuck job is it that you didn't get to meet the guys' family before they sent your ass home? It would have been hilarious if there was no elimination, and then they're at Steven's farm. There you go. They cut two girls... And they do like an old school bachelor where like the rest of them hop into the helicopter and fly off and the two girls are just stuck <laughs> on the farm. And then Trent from Barstool comes and takes their luggage. Yeah. Which, by the way, I got I heard he got cut out. So that's what you get, Trent. Diabolical. Come to Joe Millionaire. Trent, come to Joe Millionaire. Come join the Joe Millionaire movement. Just be the chauffeur. Oh my! You're right. He could have been. He could have been the chauffeur for all of these elims. Yeah. Yeah, he could have helped clean up the house. He could have been like the house boy, you know, <laughs> the pool boy. Help straightening everything up, you know. I think Winston's the pool boy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they don't want to run into that uh, thing again. So next time they're uh, starting to crew up for their show, they're like, "We need you to include a headshot, everybody." <laughs> if you have a headshot, you cannot apply. <sighs> oh, excuse me. You're very handsome and more handsome than our leads. Yeah, no, you can't. Nope. So sorry. Well, let's quickly run through some reviews here and hotties as we're yes. nearing the two hour mark on this absolutely fantastic episode of Joe Millionaire that we just worth had. it. Worth worth every minute. I'll run through the hotties really quick because um, I'm scared. As I always do. Don't hate me. I'm trying my best. Can't read. OK. Brooke Miller. Welcome to the hotties from Florida. Sunny Florida. Oh, where in Florida are you from? She is from, oh, don't ask me that. Damn it. (laughs) New Seminar Beach. Oh, God. New Smyrna Beach. Oh, I was close. (laughs) Wasn't I close? As soon as you said new, I was like, I know what's coming next. Why didn't you stop me? Because that's not the gimmick. Damn it. New Smyrna Beach. Welcome, Brooke. Hi. Welcome to the hotties. Thank you for the engagement. Thanks for the follow. Love it. Love it. Miss Laura Fondow. Thank you for the engagement. Thank you for joining. She said, if you happen to read my name and pronounce it correctly, I will send you a gold coin. Laura Fondau, please send me that coin. Jenny already owes me one. I'll take two. I feel like Fondo, but maybe it's Lara. <gasps> but nobody goes Lara. Everybody goes Lara. And she was so confident that we that wouldn't say. fuck it up. Yeah. So should, should we should we like. But I never read anything properly. So. <laughs> I'm going to go Lara Fondo. And maybe I'll get a gold coin. And I'm going Laura Fondo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Watch it be Laura Fando. 
That should be Larry Larry Johnson. <laughs> silent letters. All the other letters are invisible. Every letter is silent. <laughs> Her name's just Laura, and that's it. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you so much for the engagement. Moving on, we got a triple name that. Oh wow! This is this one's gonna be difficult. Um, Christine Bertuli. No, Christine. Bertulity McCormack. Christine Bertulity McCormack. Okay. I just threw up words. <laughs> we have one more hottie, and I'm hoping I get this right. Ernestina. Nope. I'm going to try again. Ernestina Becker. Okay. okay. Ernestina. Sure. That's. But that seems like there would be a, a dash. I don't know. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Thanks for the engagement. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you for the engagement. And our final engagement of the day is uh, is is a review on the iTunes, on the podcast app, where you can yeah. leave them all the time. We're on the Podbean app, too, if you'd like to do that there. We would love a review from you. That's right, you. I know you haven't left one yet. Yeah. I know you've been waiting to, to just be a little bit creative. And interesting. You don't have to be. Of course, we'd love that. But you don't have to be. Just give us a golden coin, a five-star golden coin, so that we can have an hour of your time. Yeah, we appreciate that. Also, if you've been listening for a really long time and we haven't made you subscribe to our Patreon for more content. <laughs> yeah, no. we, we appreciate every review we get, um, and it's it's really helping us a lot. We actually just went from 4.3 overall to 4.4. Let's go! And it's huge. Get us to 4.5. We need that. Let's go. And reviews like this will definitely do the trick, because we're starting with this review from Cozy addict cozy Ooh. addict and it says five stars mm. i wish i would have found y'all sooner first of all starting great with another y'all if we got all the y'alls i started watching joe millionaire in january and realized the experience was lackluster until i found this podcast oh which breaks down each episode hilarious and informative you make my morning commute tolerable. Oh, wow. That's huge. That's high praise. Uh-huh. High praise. Because we know we all know the morning commutes, for those of us who have it. <clears throat> me. Not you. <laughs> not me. I, I mean, I commute from my bed to the couch, <laughs> and sometimes the traffic is really bad. <laughs> Chase gets in the way. <laughs> Get out of my way. I'm going to the couch. He does. Uh, I agree with the guys needing to take women who they were unsure of on the one-on-one date. Thank you. Exactly right. Yeah. Also, thank you for being such a Martin Stan. Aww. Well, I mean, how could we not? Have you seen the guy? Yeah. Just just didn't really need it. Uh, I'm a longtime challenge fan and really enjoyed the West interview. I thought it was funny, and the infamous shoe meme popped up as the question. Well, we had to ask it. That was just a no-brainer there for 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 realsies. Yeah, I agree with her. That West interview, guys. If you haven't listened to it, incredible. I don't have five to seven seasons under my belt, as everyone knows, but I learned a lot, and I suggest you listen. Yeah. 
Well, we've reached the end of our Joe Millionaire podcast, but before I tell everybody to follow us on everything again and leave reviews, I there was some challenge news oh. that came up, and I know that I don't understand 95% of what's going on in this challenge world. I'm still learning, but Stephen, what the fuck was that article? What 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 is going on? I'm really leaning on you to help me here because... I can't seem to find anyone that understands what's going on. Mixie, I'm so glad you asked, but also how dare you at the same time? Because you <laughs> knew this would get me fired up because I've, I've I've texted you and I posted in the hotties. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I am so glad we have not used our workout booster yet. I am so oh. fucking glad because you guys better get fucking amped for the workout you're about to do for the next two minutes is I lay scorched earth to this whole fucking operation. And the abs- if you are a Joe Millionaire person and you do not understand the challenge world, guess what? You're about to join all of us. Here we go. Two minutes. Here goes my rage take. Let's go. What the fuck is going on at at Viacom CBS? Oh, I'm sorry. You've changed your name to Paramount as a company yeah. now? Oh, oh, great idea for the people who are a hundred years old who watch your fucking content. Paramount and not yeah. CBS Viacom. Two giant names. Paramount was dead years ago, but you're going to try to make the whole fucking company thing there? A minute 30 left. They announced what everybody has always known for fucking weeks. There's been a Challenge All-Stars 3 that's already been shot. Oh, guess what? It's going to launch on May 11th. Uh, okay, great. How about more things at the Challenge? Thanks for asking. Because we want to put more things behind the paywall and continue for you to not understand what the fuck we're doing with the show, we're going to launch a new version of the Challenge. Oh my God, what's this going to be called? The Challenge CBS, which will air this summer. A first for the challenge, featuring reality titans from the CBS universe facing off against one each other. Um, Wait, I thought you just said that CBS doesn't exist anymore and that it's Paramount. What? What? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, wait, there's more. They're going to launch a Challenge Argentina, a Challenge Australia, and a Challenge UK. As if we haven't had the Challenge UK people on this show. And then the winners of all four of those are going to meet for what? A global competition titled what? The Challenge War of the Worlds. That's right. The name we've used for two seasons of the show. What are we doing? Who's going to be on this CBS show? People from Survivor, Big Brother, and Amazing Grace? You mean like we've already fucking done on this show? What are we doing for the last five seconds before I have an aneurysm and your workout is done? Oh, I mean, shit. Um... I'm so confused. I'm. I honestly might be more confused than when I first read it. None of this makes sense. If there, if there's, if there's winners from those four areas, and then they're doing what is it? War, War of the Worlds or whatever the mixy, fuck they're calling mixy, it. Mixy, 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 mixy. I cannot stress this to you. I know you don't have five to seven seasons. They have used the name of this concept already. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. I am unfazed. They've used it twice, actually. 
What are we doing with this show? Who's in charge? Who's falling asleep behind the wheel? What the fuck are you doing? You're putting it on CBS? Is this your trial of moving it to CBS? Is this what you're trying to do? Don't tell me that you're putting, oh, reality titans from the CBS universe facing off against one each other. You mean like you already do. So does that mean CT can't be on the show? Does that mean Johnny Bananas can't be on the show? Wait, does this mean like Kyle's going to be on the UK version and we're not going to have him on? Who the fuck knows? Because why release this at your fucking whatever meeting where you got fingers up everybody's assholes talking about, we're going to be called Paramount now. <laughs> because when when we think about the, the, the people who are streaming, who love streaming, you know what name comes to their head? Paramount, a movie platform that died fucking years ago. <laughs> I'm from Cincinnati, and we have we had Paramount Kings Island. That's the only thing I ever know about Paramount, is that they used to have that. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? I think this is a play to see if they can move the show to CBS. This is what I think this trial is. Do you think it'll do well on CBS? I don't. It will not do well. Now... This is an MTV show. It's a very clearly MTV show. I'm worried that they're going to, like adjust their editing and stuff to be more that's the problem this show if you are creating this show now this show is a cbs show it is built for cbs it is like all their other reality competition shows it just is the problem is this show started on mtv we're, yep. They're not putting hookups on there. They're not putting fights on there. They're not going to nope. put any of that shit on. Oh, they do it on Big Brother. Yeah, but it's different. It's different. They're not going to show it. There's no live camera feeds. It's mm-hmm. not happening the same way. I don't know why they have done this. I hope the show survives outside of this because I don't think they want this on MTV anymore. It doesn't make sense on MTV anymore. It just doesn't fit what MTV is. It's the only fucking show on MTV besides Rob Deerdick jerking off onto the fucking camera for 27 episodes. I mean, I think Rob Deerdick is behind the moves to CBS. He wants the whole network, but nothing in this press release. I've watched, I've read so many of them. Nothing makes sense. And just the fucking, I know I've said this three times. They're calling it the Challenge World of the Worlds. Now, the Challenge UK, Argentina, and Australia, guess what? Spoiler alert, is not going to be on our TV. I had a feeling. Let me guess. It'll be available on Paramount Plus, though. No. The uh, the total show where the winners of all the four seasons come together and wait, face off, wait, that'll be wait, on Paramount Plus. Wait, wait. Time out. You're telling me that they are, quote unquote, shooting other shows for other countries but we're not even going to know what the fuck happened in all of those shows. We're just getting the finals from them. I don't know. I mean, they might put it on Paramount Plus, but honestly, why would I want to watch the Challenge Argentina when I know nobody from the show? Also, is it going to be in English? I hate to be canceled, but is it going to be in English? (laughs) Challenge Australia? Challenge UK? Excuse me, we already have the UK kids. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, this is confusing. Did they have a release date for the CBS By the way, let me just say this. Some fuckwit on Twitter when I saw this was like, well, you know, because the ratings were so bad, this is what they had to do. (laughs) I wouldn't think that that makes any sense, though. They've lost the idea of the show. They have lost the idea of the show. And people wanted my take from All Stars 2. 
since I'm fucking in the pool with my clothes on, you want my take from All-Stars 2? You fucking ruined All-Stars. All-Stars 1 was good. All-Stars 1 was good. All-Stars 2, you did what you always do, and you went over the top, and you went too hard with it. Oh, well, we're going to have these lifesavers and these life shields, and you get to... The whole show became it. And also, this was fucking hard. That final was hard. That's not what we wanted in All-Stars. I mean, that's not what we wanted in OGs. We wanted the old show with the old people. You think all those old people are going to come back and go, that's the final I got to fucking do? No, thank you. You want me to go how far up a fucking mountain, be out there all day? When the girl who just won it says she she had like 150,000 bug bites on her legs? Yeah, let me leave my family and go do yeah. that. No chance. Bring do you back think the, the fucking prize parlor games. Bigger? Carnival games. Yeah, it's a million dollars. If you're going to do that, put them on the main show. Yeah. And for those of you who li- are listening that already know some of the people on All-Stars 3... These people could be on the big show. You know that. I know that. Vegetable lasagna knows that. Why is this a thing they're doing? The OG's concept is supposed to bring back the par- the carnival games. Dropping, well, we're going to drop money out of a helicopter. How much can you catch? And shove down your shirt. We're going to ha- have a whole wall of water where water's coming out of all these different holes on the wall. Block it and see who can keep the water there the longest. Literally this shit. Show me this shit again. I have All-Stars 2. It's called the main show. And then you're going to not cycle these people in and out? Nehemiah's going to be on his third season of this? Like, what are we doing? I am still incredibly confused, but I do feel bad for all of the people that have been following this show for so long. Like, that's fucked. That's such a fuck thing to do to these fans. To just, like, take it away. I'm so, I'm so angry, guys. I'm sorry. Like, I'm so angry with this. It makes no sense whatsoever. Rightfully so. And they're just like, oh, aren't you going to like this? It's like, no. Who Did you not talk to anyone? Did you not talk to anyone? Probably not. Fuck. Oh, we'd love to get our Survivor people on the show. We think that'll help. Okay, you're already doing that, you fucking idiots. Yeah, it is funny that a lot of the things that they like <laughs> said that they were going to do is they've already been doing that. You have the opportunity to do that anyway on the show. Plus, we have so many great new people from these Netflix shows. Like, you're, you're already doing, like, The Circle and, and Too Hot to Handle People and shit like that. Like... Why don't you start accepting more people from other more current shows that are being watched on Netflix from like maybe a younger audience to maybe bring them in? Here, here's what's happening. I'm telling you right now. Here's what's happening. They also announced uh, a third season of Real World Homecoming. It will be New Orleans, uh, which I think is a great one. That'll be able to stream in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are starting. Remember, we heard rumors about um, our good friend um, from The Bachelor. Um, uh, Blake. Yeah, he was gonna be on something like mm-hmm. challenge related. Somebody's like, he's gonna be in the new season of the challenge. Oh, how did he find that girl from Love Is Blind? I'll tell yep. you why. There's also a new show coming called All Star Show, which is the fucking 
who did you who named this? Your your four year old? <laughs> what should what should this show be called, son? All star show. Thanks, son. <laughs> Is your son Elmo? Elmo thinks it should be called All Star Show. <laughs> and Rocco can't be on it. That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> Balsamic vinegar? <laughs> it's a big word for Elmo. Um, a competition docu-series featuring 14 reality stars from Jersey Shore, Love is Blind, RuPaul's Drag Race, Bachelor in Paradise, and more. Oh, I'm watching this shit. The group will live in a house in Spain where they will battle it out for a grand prize. Hmm. What does that show sound like? That sounds very familiar. I think there's a show called The Challenge like that. What? And then you're going to name it All-Star Show? All-Star Show? Wait, what channel is it on? Is it going to be Netflix? It's going to be on Paramount Plus, of course. Wait, is it actually on Paramount Plus? That I don't know. That I don't know. They're also doing new versions of, yeah, they're doing new versions of the international things. Acapulco Shore, Rio Shore have been renewed. Geordie Shore, which is where Kyle came from. There's going to be a version of it called Geordie Shore Return of the OGs. It will reunite the UK's most memorable cast members. And seven new iterations of the Shore franchise will launch at later days on Paramount Plus, including Argentina Shore, Colombia Shore, and Australia Shore. Because that's what I fucking want. And absolutely no just regular challenge. I'm so sorry to you. It'll be called the Challenge CBS. Oh, my God. Um. And then the the winners of all of them, War of the Worlds. And by the way, they just did a different logo for the War of the Worlds. Not the one they used already, because that would just be too easy. I'm just fucking over it. I got to stop talking about it, because I'm just going to go on for hours. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I apologize on behalf of them for putting you and all these other fans through this. This is, I'm a new fan, so I'm upset too, but like, this is insane. This is insane. This is just illogical. I do think that Elmo, the four-year-old, just just made all of the decisions. I mean, it, it make it makes no sense, uh, and I, I hate to say that. And I hope somebody listening works on the show, and you hear this, punch yourself in the face. <laughs> punch yourself in the face. Whoever's high enough up, punch yourself in the face. Send us a video. I think that'd actually make us feel better. I just don't get it. You, you, you. Like, there's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. Listen, stop. let's stop. just say that if Joe Millionaire gets picked up for another season, at least we'd have that. So, Fox, you can pick up this broken heart of all of these challenge fans by just adding another season of Joe Millionaire to the list. You know what? Here's, here's, here's something I'm going to say even better, Fox. Do that, but as a cherry on top, Hire me and Mixie, and we will make a show that will take on the challenge CBS. We'll take on the franchise. Absolutely. Because they've clearly lost their way. They don't get it anymore. They've forgotten what the show mm-hmm. is about. We'll keep budget low. We're used to working with basically zero budget. <laughs> Just as long as you don't ask us to reshoot everything seven times because we can't make a fucking cappuccino, uh, we'll be fine with you. <laughs> Okay, we gotta go, guys. We love Thank it. you so much. Leave a review. Follow us on Twitter. Join the hotties. Link in the description. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you for the engagement. What, three more episodes <laughs> left? The clock is ticking. 
it's tick 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 motherfuckers it's gonna be a fun time and we can't wait to get into the next episode with you and also we're hopefully interviewing our friend brie if you have any questions for her slide into our dms post it in the hotties we we would love your questions those are all the ways to contact us thank you so much and we will talk to you soon bye bye bye